14 Elul, Yud Dalet Elul, Tzadik, his conversations, 585. Once, the subject of the Bredichev Rav's trip to Yasi came up in a conversation in the Rebbe's presence, and mention was made of his having collected considerable sums of money. The Rebbe said, A song is better than this, a song of the land of Israel, certainly. If you took someone with a real lust for money, someone like the rabbis spoke of, whose money is more precious to him than his own body, see Brachot 54a on Deuteronomy 5.5, with all your might. Even so, if they showed him a song of Eretz Yisrael, his entire craving for money would disappear. Editor's Note See Likutei Moharan 2.40, one who knows of the land of Israel. From the end of the lesson, it is evident that the influence of Eretz Yisrael is a twofold influence, through which the craving for money is corrected. 586. To someone about to be married, the Rebbe said, How does one dance before the bride? Ketuvot 16b. Alluding to the way one dances and jumps over what was before the bride, i.e. before the wedding. 587. There is a story about a young boy who used to sleep in the Rebbe's room. Once, he went up to the Rebbe and started crying, telling him he wanted to be a good Jew. The Rebbe was already lying down on his bed. He got up and sat on the bed and started speaking to the boy. He showed him the path he should follow and prescribed a certain program of learning. He also told him to be a master of accounting, meaning that each night before lying down to go to sleep, he should think over how the day had gone. If he had learned and prayed properly that day, he should thank God and say to him, I give praise and thanks to your great and holy name for helping me to learn and pray this past day, at least a little in the way you desire. I beg of you, God, help me to go even further in my learning and prayers tomorrow. Let me learn and pray even more and with greater concentration. However, if he had not learned and prayed properly that day, he should own up and plead with God, saying, Master of the world, I know I sinned today and I did not serve you properly neither in my learning nor my prayers. I am now asking you to forgive me for what is over and done with, and to help me to serve you with my learning and prayers tomorrow, with full concentration in exact accord with wisdom. your desire. His Wisdom 288 The Rebbe once spoke to a man and quoted the Talmudic edict, Repent one day before your death. Avot 2.10 Shabbat 153a The Rebbe stressed the words, One day drawing them out at great length. Yesterday and tomorrow are a person's downfall. Today you may be aroused toward God, but yesterday and tomorrow pull you back. No matter where a person stands, he suffers reverses. The one who dwells on yesterday and tomorrow will surely fall away. Therefore, the Rebbe stressed, repent one day before your death. Before your death is your entire life, during your entire lifetime, you may be worthy of only one day of repentance. This one day is more precious than every treasure. Proverbs 24.4 For what does man gain from all his effort? Ecclesiastes 1.3 Nothing remains of all your life other than this one day of repentance before God. Repent one day, even one day, before your death, during your sojourn here on earth. Forget about yesterday and tomorrow. This one day is everything. See his praises number 14. Understand this. 289. 
The Rebbe once said, A person who is not trapped by his money, but with faith trades within his means and does not borrow, fulfills the commandment, You should love the Lord your God with all your might. Deuteronomy 6.5 He engages in honest business using his own money. The Rebbe also said that this commandment is fulfilled by one who gives a fifth of his income to charity. 290. The Rebbe said, The words spoken by a great tzaddik contain all the words needed by the whole of Israel. They also include what is needed by every single Jew. It is written, These are the words that Moses spoke to all Israel. Deuteronomy 1.1 The words spoken by Moses contain everything for all Israel. All that every single Jew would ever need. The Aleph Bet book, Repentance, B, 9. When the tzaddik becomes wealthy, the wicked return to God in repentance. 10. By keeping Shabbat, a person draws upon himself the light of Mashiach. Repentance also has this power. Rebuke, A, 1. When a person rebukes others, he should bind his rebuke to their root, and then his words will be accepted. 2. Do not rebuke an apostate. It won't help. 3. When a person rejects rebuke, his place of dwelling will be destroyed. 4. One who rebukes people unwisely elicits exile and oppression at the hands of the nation, God forbid. 5. A person should never exclude himself. Kitzur the Kutimoharan 2, lesson number 62. 1. Through the journeys that the Jewish people take from place to place, they thereby atone for a lack of faith. 2. A flaw in faith, God forbid, is an aspect of idolatry, and then divine anger is in the world. But through the journeys that the Jewish people take, which atone for this flaw, divine anger is thereby mitigated, and compassion is drawn into the world. The essence of compassion is that described by the verse, May El Shaddai, God Almighty, give you compassion. Genesis 43.14 Specifically you, in that God should grant the kind of compassion that we understand to be compassion. See this lesson in Likutei Moharan for further explanation. Lesson number 63. 1. Know that when Jacob our father sent his sons to Joseph in Egypt, he sent them with the melody of the land of Israel. See amazing teachings about this in this lesson in Likutei Moharan. Lesson number 64. 1. Money comes from the wealth of the prophets in its fallen state, since all the prophets were rich. Nedarim 38a. And when prophecy would come to the prophet, it was as if he had gone mad, since he would lose control of his senses. As Rashi explains, he prophesied, 1 Samuel 18.10, that is, he became mad. This is why all extremely wealthy people are all but literally insane in their behavior, because money makes them completely crazy. Lesson number 65, 1. When a person acts out of passionate zeal for the Lord of hosts, it is considered like charity, as it is written in the Tosafot, Bababatra 10b, Nivuzaradan acted zealously for the Holy One, blessed be he, and this was considered as stories, the bitter herb. They then gave him a piece of horseradish for the bitter herb. It was bitter to taste, and he thought that this was the entire meal. He ran from the house, bitter and hungry, saying to himself, Cursed Jews! After all that ceremony, that's all they serve to eat? 
He went to the synagogue and fell asleep. After a while, the Jew arrived, happy and full from a good meal. How is your Seder? he asked. The other told him what had happened. Stupid German, replied the Jew. If you had waited just a little longer, you would have had a fine meal as I had. The same is true when one wants to come close to God. After all the effort to begin, one is given a little bitterness. This bitterness is needed to purify the body. But the person might think that this bitterness is all there is to serving God, so he runs away from it. But if he waited a short while and allowed his body to be purified, then he would feel every joy and delight in the world in his closeness Rebbe to Nussin's God. Nussin's letters, year one, letter number 220. Peace, life, and blessings to my dear, honored, and learned son, Rabbi Yitzchak. May his light shine forever. And to all our followers, peace and abundant salvation. I received your letter yesterday. I do not have enough time to answer you, and I also do not know what to write. Nonetheless, your enormous desire compels me to interrupt my studies after the morning prayers and to shorten them for your sake. Maybe God will help and send words to my pen that will inspire and encourage you. Then this will be considered teaching Torah to others, which is preferable to all other Torah study, particularly when it is great Torah such as this, which emanates from the flowing stream and leads a person to action, which is the highest level of all. I have already written you a great deal, both what is inscribed in the Rebbe's published holy books and the original teachings that God has helped me to develop based on them, which have been bound into handwritten folios. You have them all. There are also the many letters that I have written to you, and in particular, the many things that I have been telling you in person for so many years now. What else new can I tell you? You know that you can receive an answer for every one of your cries from what you already know and have heard. Nonetheless, I am forced to do your will and give you a response for precisely this purpose, to remind you and urge you to carefully remember at every moment of every day all these holy, true, and perfectly direct and simple teachings. Yet, despite their simplicity, they are very, very deep. They contain level after level of deep, true wisdom, extending up to infinity and reaching down to the very lowest levels. Nothing can be added to them and nothing taken away. You need only look into them and pay attention to what they are saying, and on each occasion you will find life-giving gems of wisdom of all kinds. They contain true advice which will strengthen you and those such as you and those worse than you and those better than you, each person according to what he is, rich, poor, and in between, young and old, healthy and weak, God forbid. Through all the different seasons that a person goes through, without a single exception, person can find in these teachings sound, true wisdom that enables him to hold his ground at all times and to prevail against all those who are standing up against him, trying to harry him into losing two worlds, God forbid. For a person is confronted daily by many obstacles which try to annihilate him completely. Yes, many, many rise up against him from every side. As is written, Ecclesiastes 9.14, There is a small town containing a few men, a great king came and surrounded it, and constructed a great fortress. Letters, Year 2, Letter number 473, with thanks to God, Hoshana Rabbah, Erev Shabbat, 5605, Breslov. My dear beloved son, I received your letter before Hodu, morning prayers, and I was pleased by your heart's desire for the true good. 
It stirred me to say the Hoshana, save please, prayers, with extra enthusiasm, since I felt your pain along with the pain of all our comrades and of all Israel. They are all going through twice as much as you are, though there are countless differences and variations among individuals. Ashrecha, happy are you, my son. Happy are all of us that we came into the world at a time when a new light such as the Rebbe was revealed, a holy awesome light such as this, the light of lights. His greatest praise is silence. What else shall I tell you now at so pressured a time? For there is the honor of Shabbat and the festival, and the bearer of this letter is in a hurry. Just fortify yourself determinedly and bring yourself to joy with everything I just said, because God is with us. Do not fear, be afraid, or frightened at all. God will not abandon you in this world or in the next. For this one, the Rebbe, went out before us, and he said explicitly before his ascent to the sublime, supernal heights, What is there for you to be worried about? seeing that I am going before you. Tzaddik, number 122. It is now time to rejoice on Shemini Yatzeret and Simchat Torah. Remember what I said on Rosh Hashanah about Shabbat with regard to concluding the Torah reading with Parshat Bereshit on Simchat Torah. All the work we engage in from Rosh Hashanah until now is all in order to draw forth the holiness of Shabbat. This is one and the same concept as being knowledgeable in Halacha, whereby every person, any time, wherever he is, can fulfill, if I go down to hell, you are here. And in his place, too, he can rejoice in God, the Torah, and in his true tzaddikim. Thus he can turn all the grief and sighing into great joy that, yes, even I, with everything that I go through, still hail in the name of a holy and awesome light such as this. Happy are you, Israel. The words of your father, Nassim of Breslov. Greetings to all our comrades with a great love, in particular to the grandson of our master, teacher, and rebbe of blessed memory. Happy are Shemot you, Israel. Tzadikim. Names of Tanaim and Amoraim, Taf, Tauni, Rabbi Tadai, Todos Ishromi, Tutai, Bar Tutani, Rabbi Tuma, or Rabbi Tema, Bar Papius, Rabbi Tachlifa, Avua, some say Achua, Derav Noi Chozo, Rav Tachlifa Bar Avdimi, Rav Tachlifa Bar Avimi, Rav Tachlifa Barav Chista, Rav Tachlifa Bar Avina, Rav Tachlifa Avua de Ravuna, Rav Tachlifa Bar Ma'arava, Rav Tachlifa de Kisrin, Rav Tachlifa Bar Gaza, Rav Tachlifa Bar Shemuel, Rav Tachlifa Bar Barchana, Rav Rebi Tachlifa Chamui de Rebi Chama, Rebi Tachlifa Chamui de Rav Acha, Rebi Tachlifa Chamui Shel Rabbi Avahu, Rav Tachlifa Bar Emo, Rebi Tachlifa, Rebi Tachna, Abba Tachna, Ben Tema, Rabbi Tema bar Papayas, Rabbi Tanchum bereder Rabbi Chia bar Abba, Rabbi Tanchum berabbi Chia, Rabbi Tanchum bar Chia ish kfar Ako, Rabbi Tanchum de kfar Ginan, Rabbi Tanchum bar Yehuda, Rabbi Tanchum bar Chaniloi, Rabbi Tanchum bar Iloi, Rabbi Tanchum de Minnoi, Rabbi Tanchum bar Ami, Rabbi Tanchum de Min Parvad, Rabbi Tanchum, Rabbi Tanchum bar Achia, Rabbi Tanchum bar Mari, Rabbi Tanchum bar Marion. Rabbi Tanchum Bar Papa, Rabbi Tanchuma Miyoshve Adraaya, Rabbi Tanchum Batsruria, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Chanina, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Yirmiya, Rabbi Tanchum Berebi Chasane the Rabbi Simlai, Rabbi Tanchum Halavlar, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Iskulastika, Rabbi Tanchum Bar Abba, Rabbi Tanchuma Bar Abba Hadarshan, Rabbi Tanchuma, 
Rebbe Tafrayai. Rebbe Nussin's Prayers 2, Prayer Number 47, on Lekutei Moharan 1, Prologue. Rebbe Shimon Bar Yochai, bear in mind and place on your heart the fact that in these generations we have heard of the wondrous awesomeness of your greatness, how the Torah itself hints that through you the Torah will not be forgotten. Rebbe Shimon Bar Yochai, in the verse that you brought as a proof text, for it will not be forgotten from the mouth of his offspring, the final letters spell Yochai, and your own holy name, Shimon, is alluded to in the acronym formed by the verse, A Wakeful Holy Angel Descended from Heaven. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, you alone know the secret of these words. You alone know the greatness of your promise to the Jewish people, that because of you they will not forget the Torah, something that Moses prophesied about in his holy Torah. Therefore, Tzadikim, my holy masters, I come to remind you to please have mercy on me. Do not look upon any of the evils that I have committed from my beginning until this day in thought, speech, and deed, disobeying the word of God and scorning the counsel of the Supernal One. Do not gaze at my evil deeds, do not treat me in accordance with my transgressions, and may I not be burdensome in your eyes. It is so long that the Tzadikim have been arousing me with thousands and tens of thousands of hints and types of inspiration, and with all sorts of proper advice every day and every moment to come close to Hashem. But I am stiff-necked, and have damaged and blemished all of this, and I have not inclined my ear or my heart to any of this. Tzadikim, have pity on me. Do not take heed of any of this. Do not be angry at me, heaven forbid. Instead, think thoughts from now on, so that I will not be cast away from Hashem, and from you, heaven forbid. Because there is no limitation on Hashem's ability to save, even now. My only strength at present is in my mouth. And this too comes from him. He has not withheld his kindness and truth from me, but has given strength to a person as weary as I am to speak these few words now. I rely on you, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, to have compassion on me and act so that I will truly return to Hashem. And may I come to the land of Israel quickly and in peace and recite all this and more at your holy resting place. May Hashem, who is good, compassionately hear your prayer, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. May he help shield and save me and the entire Jewish people for your sake, and bring us back to him quickly, in complete repentance. May he hold on to me and never let me go, never abandon me and never desert me in any way, until I truly return to him and am in accordance with his good will from now and forever. In this lifetime may I rectify everything that I blemished in the power and merit of the true tzaddikim, I rely on them alone to arrange these words of mine before them and before Hashem, the Master of Compassion, who knows hidden things. Hashem will act on my behalf. Hashem, your kindness is forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Bring my soul forth from imprisonment to acknowledge your name. Because of me, the righteous will crown you, because you will recompense me. Prayer number 48 on Sichot Haran 89 do not recall our first sins against us. May your compassion come to us quickly, for we are very poor. You are the master of the world, the master of compassion and forgiveness. God, King who sits on the throne of compassion, you act kindly, forgiving your people's sins and setting them aside one by one. You are great in forgiving transgressors and excusing the sinful. You who are profoundly kind, you who vastly aid us, your compassion and kindness never end. 
teach us and direct us to truly draw your 13 traits of compassion onto ourselves fully. May each one of us, even the lowest of the low and the least of the least, even someone such as myself, draw onto himself your pure compassion and kindness that contain no admixture of judgment whatsoever. Please, redress, forgive, and grant atonement for all of our transgressions, sins, and offenses that we have committed before you from our beginning until this day. Remove them one by one until all of them will be entirely nullified, and we will thus gain atonement. Master of the world, you who sit in the heights, what shall I say to you? You who dwell in the heavens, what shall I tell you? You don't know how many transgressions, sins, and offenses I have committed from my beginning until this day, creating major terrible blemishes until these sins have become numerous bundles of wrongdoing. You alone know how my every sin is drawn and pulled along from a previous sin connected to it, one after the other, until a bundle of wrongdoings is created. In my sinfulness I did wrong, committing a sin that became the first sin of a second bundle. That sin drew in its wake a number of other wrongdoings in an ongoing chain. May the compassionate one save us, until a second bundle of wrongdoings was created. And I acted in this way a number of times until my sins have become interwoven. They have risen up to my neck in numerous bundles of sins. Woe to me! Who has the strength to recall a thousandth or even a ten-thousandth of my evil deeds and maintain the ability to continue living without the aid of your awesome miracles and wonders? And now, my Father in heaven, my compassionate Father, what shall I do? What shall I undertake? Where will I turn? Where will I go? Where will I flee? How will I draw the wonders of your simple compassion and kindness onto me, so that from now on, at any rate, I will be rescued and protected from everything that I need to be rescued and protected from? <laughs>